Hello everyone, once again it's me, Edwin Nomarin, and this is my channel, It Pays to Fear God. This is where we learn about God, His beloved Son, Jesus Christ, and their kingdom purpose, the three most important subjects that we can ever learn about, talk about, or discuss in the entire Holy Bible, according to John chapter 17, verse 3. The subject that I have prepared to talk to you viewers about today is captioned Acquiring Spiritual Sense. However, before I get into that subject, we are once again going to hear a tune that some of us might enjoy listening to. And while that tune is playing, you can go ahead and subscribe and also click the notification bell so that you can be the first to arrive when we make future videos just like this. Once again, the subject that I've prepared for you and myself today is captioned Acquiring Spiritual Sense. Sense generally is like the ability to think. In order to understand spiritual sense, of course, before going into how we can acquire it, it's good we understand what physical sense is apart from its definition. There's the general common sense for practical stuff, and for every given profession, there's its own kind of sense. For example, when we're baking, any baker knows some things, and those things are considered sense. For example, a baker knows that you can't just bake something with no flour. No, of course, you have to have flour because it's the flour that will make the cake be the cake that people will eat eventually. A fast food person, you know, cooker, somebody who makes burgers and stuff like that, knows that he can't forget the salt or maybe forget the ketchup or forget the meat. No, those things are sense because those are obvious stuff that as you are working in that profession, you just should know automatically. It should be instinct, especially when you're experienced. And similarly, with spiritual sense, we have to understand the world through God's mind, and that is spiritual sense. And the Bible has told us that God wants us to use spiritual sense in our lives. If we read Isaiah chapter 1, verse 18, Isaiah the prophet had stated, Come now, and let us reason together, said the Lord. Though their sins be as scarlet, they shall be as white as snow. Though they be red like crimson, yet they shall be as wool. However, what kind of spiritual sense is that? How do we apply such sense? And, of course, how do we acquire it, as that is implied in the title? Well, I'll be discussing that in this video. I'm going to be dividing spiritual sense into two categories. Number one. There are certain things 
that are proper physically, but improper spiritually. And number two, a part of spiritual sense is understanding God's nature, mind, and principles. But let's start off with the fact that there are certain things that are physically expedient, or proper, or appropriate, but on the opposite side, the spiritual side, they make absolutely no sense whatsoever. In Luke chapter 16, verse 15, when Jesus Christ was talking to the Pharisees and stuff, he had stated, Ye are they which justify yourselves before men, but God knoweth their hearts. For that which is highly esteemed among men is abomination in the sight of God. So we can see the kind of opposites that the wisdom of this world and the wisdom of God have. And another concept that is generally accepted here on earth but makes no sense spiritually is humanism. Humanism is the concept of human sovereignty. The fact that humans can not only govern themselves, but they can also accomplish their goals without the general help of spiritual powers or stuff like that. It's the idea that we'll believe in our own selves and our own abilities. And when you tell people that believe in yourself and stuff like that, it makes so much sense. It feels very nice. It's a very attractive idea. But spiritually, it doesn't really sound all that sweet. And why? Because humans don't really know the future. Proverbs chapter 27 verse 1. Boast not thyself of tomorrow, for thou knowest not what a day may bring. Therefore, for us to be believing in ourselves, even though we cannot assure the future and we cannot even guess it, doesn't really fly in the spiritual world. And if you read Jeremiah chapter 10, verse 23, Jeremiah, who was a very spiritual man, as of course he was an Israelite prophet, had a very good understanding of what I'm talking about. And there he stated, O Lord, I know that the way of man is not in himself. It is not in man that walketh to direct his steps. See also Proverbs chapter 20, verse 24, and Jeremiah chapter 17, and verses 5 and 6, where Jeremiah even said that that man who believes in other people and believes in himself instead of God should be cursed because such things do not lead to a good future. If read Psalms chapter 146, and verses 3 and 4. And in Israelite history, that what the Gentile nations were doing, as they were generally humanists, eventually fed in and swallowed out the Israelites as they wanted to choose a king for themselves and govern themselves. If read for assemble chapter 8 from verses 1 to 8 and in verses 19 and 20, which we must understand was never a thing God generally liked, even though there were righteous people who became kings. If read Hosea chapter 13 verse 11. Then the other thing that I said was going to, I was going to talk about concerning what spiritual sense is, is understanding God's nature mind and principles. Those are three things that generally work together because those are the things that make up what God does generally. And when we understand that, that is spiritual sense because now we can use such knowledge to sweep any given situation, sweep through the scriptures, sweep through God's mind, and therefore have an idea of what God would ideally be thinking when bringing any given situation to humanity, and therefore we can make correct decisions. And if you look at the books of the kings and the prophets and you know, 1 Samuel and 2 Samuel and stuff, there are so 
many examples of spiritual sense being used based on God's nature, mind, and principles. For example, there were various occasions, especially in 1st and 2nd Samuel, where people could kill or generally harm people who were kind of anointed of God, whether it be the king or the king's son, for example. If reads 1 Samuel chapters 24 and 26, David in those two chapters had two opportunities to kill Saul. But he didn't in either of them for only one reason. God had anointed Saul. And what is that? That is spiritual sense. The idea of God's principles were that you cannot harm my anointed, somebody who I myself have chosen, you cannot touch him and stuff. You have to let me do that job if I am in the mood of doing so. And because David understood that, because he had spiritual sense at that time, he did not touch the Saul and stuff. If we also look at David in First Chronicles chapter 21, and also Second Samuel chapter 24, as they are repeating each other, we see that David wanted to count the people. But Joab, because of his spiritual sense, disagreed with that idea and, as much as he could in his own authority, had told David, please, I would advise you not to do so. Why? Because he knew why David was collecting such information. It was for military strategies. And that was kind of showing that he wanted to be a rationalist. He wanted to organize stuff. He didn't want God to take care of the process battle and stuff because God was the one who would fight for people anytime the Israelites would win. It freed Psalm chapter 20 verse 7, Isaiah chapter 31 verse 1, etc. But this time David wanted to collect information from all the people that he had and stuff. And Joab even saved him by removing some people, being the Benjamites and some others. Why? Because of spiritual sense. That's what spiritual sense does. The ability for us to understand where God is in a given situation and be able to make correct judgment based on it. And the lack of spiritual sense creates the exact opposite of a situation. Because Joab, who in another case did not have spiritual sense, because of a simple death of his brother Asahel, he killed Abner. And what was the lack of spiritual sense in this? Well, Abner was somebody who was supporting David in bringing the whole kingdom onto him. And of course, this was God's will. This was something that was righteous. It was good. But only because Abner killed Asahel for self-defense, not, oh, because he wanted to take revenge or something. No, simply for, for self-defense. He did it in 2 Samuel chapter 2. But Joab completely ignored the fact that Abner was doing a righteous thing and took revenge and killed Abner if read 2 Samuel chapter 3 from verses 27 to 29. That is not spiritual sense at all. If you also read 1 Samuel chapter 22, King Saul, because of Abimelech who had fed the shoebread to David, killed through Doag, of course, all 85 of the priests at Nob. This is a lack of spiritual sense because somebody who understood God's mind would know that these priests were people who were anointed by God to do the work. The Levitical priests are starting off all the way in their time of Aaron. Saul was supposed to know that I can't just kill these priests because of something small that one of them did to David and stuff. No, instead he should have been like, no, I have to save these. But instead, he was so angry that he told Doeg the Edomite because his servants because of their spiritual sense, did not do it. He said, just go kill all the priests. And of course, because Doeg was an Edomite, somebody who 
Well, the Israelites were Israelites. There was nothing special about them. He found it very easy to just fall upon the priest, or in newer translations, kill and slaughter them all. It's very important we understand the fact that lacking spiritual sense causes many effects, but having it really gives us benefits. And all of this was summarized in 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 14. But the natural man receiveth not the things of the Spirit of God, for their foolishness unto him. Neither can he know them, for they are spiritually discerned. How does something become spiritually discerned to us? Through spiritual sets, the thing that I have been talking about here all this while. But I want to go to the next thing that I want to talk about here, and that is what are the advantages and the disadvantages to having spiritual sense and not having spiritual sense. When we have spiritual sense as well, all of the things that the Bible talks about that won't work for people who don't have spiritual sense will work for us. Things like raising children, things like marriage, and stuff like that, that, thing that are just failing now in this world. When we have spiritual sense, we can understand the origin of those things and we can make good choices. If we read Proverbs chapter 14 verse 1, we see the idea that when we have spiritual sense as a woman or as a man, we can make our marriages work for ourselves, but when we don't have spiritual sense, we will tear down the marriage with our own hands. In that verse, it states, the wise woman builds it her house, but the foolish plucketh it down with her hand. When we have spiritual sense, the wicked cannot deceive us. Why? Because we can outsmart the wicked in the sense of when the wicked want to collect money from us, exploit us, and not just that, but when they want to steal us away from God, we will not be deceived by such things, but we will steal from Satan and the devil instead, of course, in a hypothetical way. If we read Matthew chapter 10, verse 16, to be as wise as serpents, but as harmless as doves, and Luke chapter 16, verse 9, because the same smartness was discussed there. It's very important we keep this in mind. Spiritual sense is a good thing, and when we have it, we can be qualified for strong meat. If we read Hebrews chapter 5, and verses 13 and 14, where the author of Hebrews had stated, For everyone that useth milk is unskillful in the word of righteousness, for he is a babe. But strong meat belongeth to them that are full age, even those who by reason of use have their senses exercised to discern both good and evil. However, how do we acquire this spiritual sense? Is it just something that we are born with in fulfillment of John chapter 6 verse 44 and Romans chapter 9 from verses 6 to 8? Well, yes, but not a hundred percent. If you watch my video, The Grace of God, and also my video, By Grace Are You Saved, you come to have that understanding. But there are certain ways that we can use to get spiritual sense. And these ways are also ways that we can use to get common sense, or baking sense, or architectural sense, or soccer sense, or any other sense for any given thing in this world. One way is through studying the Bible, acquiring wisdom, because as we acquire wisdom, that wisdom manifests into spiritual sense. And when we have the wisdom of God like King Solomon did when he prayed for it in 1 Kings chapter 3, from verses 3 to 15, he got spiritual sense out of it because that manifested into being able to be like a judge apart from just being a king in the next 13 verses, from verses 16 to 28. And that is why the age, the people 
who have a lot of wisdom have been considered people who have the most sense because they know from the amount of knowledge that they have that there are certain things that just don't work like the stuff that I've been talking about before. If we read Job chapter 12 and verses 12 and 13. Then another thing is experience. Experience, which is another thing that the age generally have, is essentially wisdom that is built over time. As we go through various situations, as we come to know various things through challenges that we have and overcoming those challenges, if in Romans chapter 12, verse 21, we come to have an understanding of what goes on generally in the world, how the world works, trends, like spiritual statistics in a sense, and once we have that, then spiritual sense is built from that because there are certain things that we will never do because from experience, we know those things are wrong. If you read that Job chapter 12 and verses 12 and 13 and many other places all over the Bible, the Holy Spirit is also another way of acquiring spiritual sense because it allows us to discern between good and evil. If we read Romans chapter 8 and verses 26 and 27. It's very important that we keep this in mind. In the time we are living in, the last days, all the stuff that I've been talking about applies. We have to be able to discern between good and evil. Because if we read Matthew chapter 24 and verses 15 and 16, evil will take the place of where the good formerly was. When ye therefore shall see the abomination of desolation, Spoken of by Daniel the prophet, stand in the holy place, whoso readeth, let him understand. Then let them which be in Judea flee into the mountains. And we also see this in Luke chapter 21, from verses 20 to 21, explained in a more practical light. We see that because the beast, the people and the institutions and the heart condition that makes people to believe in the world instead of God. If we read Revelation chapter 13 and verses 3 and 4 and chapter 17 and verses 16 and 17. Because that is coming in the world, we now have to be able to discern between what's from the beast and what is from God so that we are not accepting the beast things and therefore being harmed by it in the process. God and through, of course, the rulership of Jesus Christ, every Daniel chapter 7 and verses 13 and 14, etc., is trying to weed out the wickedness of this world so that the righteous can shine like stars instead of looking like the mud. And I explained this in my video, the glorification of the church. If we read Matthew chapter 13, verse 43, and Daniel chapter 12, verse 3. Now, the people who are creating prison houses for spirituality are going to be given a bigger prison house with destruction, spiritually speaking. If we read Isaiah chapter 42, from verses 22 to 23, and then back to verses 6 and 7. And because of that, we have to have the ability with spiritual sense to watch and pray. If we Luke chapter 21 from verses 34 to 36, because Jesus Christ is coming as a thief in the night, spiritually speaking, once again. If we Revelation chapter 16 verse 15 and chapter 3 verse 3. So we have to make sure that what he's doing does not come and judge us in the wrong way. It's very important that we keep this in mind. I hope we now understand what spiritual sense means and how to acquire that spiritual sense. Occasionally, our spiritual sense might not stretch to a given situation. Gen at times, 
we might not be able to know what will happen and what's going to go on. And because of that, God can fill in the gaps. If we desire chapter 30, verse 21, Isaiah the prophet, talking about how the angels have a hand in us escaping judgment, had stated, And then you shall hear a word behind thee, saying, This is the way. Walk ye in it when ye turn to the right hand and when ye turn to the left. Because the angels have a better understanding of where the world is going than we do in fulfillment of that Jeremiah chapter 10 verse 23. We may not know what's going to happen at a certain point or be, to be able to discern something at a given time. And the angels can bail us out in the process so that we do not fall into sin. And I choose to talk no further on discussing the subject acquiring spiritual sense. To conclude this episode, we are once again going to hear a tune that some of us might enjoy listening to. Hope you enjoyed this video. Hope you learned something. Most importantly, please like to subscribe, share this video, and click the notification bell if you have not already to be notified when we make future videos just like this. And we have to understand the fact that when we lose our spiritual senses, we become like the beasts who do not have the ability to discern between good and evil. If read Psalms chapter 49, verse 20. And if read Psalms chapter 32, verse 9, David the Psalmist had advised us to not be senseless by stating, Be ye not as the horse or as the mule, which have no understanding, whose mouth must be held in with bit and brittle, lest they come near unto thee. Thank you for listening. Oh, one more thing. If you like what you heard today, feel free to share a message at https colon double slash anchor.fm slash it pays to fear God slash message. Once again, that's https colon double slash anchor.fm slash it pays to fear God slash message. Hope to hear your wonderful feedback.